Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Tuesday. Not by much, but I'll take the profit. So let's recap the winning card for you. In college basketball in the Big East, I back St. John's plus the three at home against Marquette. I was up nine in the first half, seven and a half time. I shot over 51% for the game. I shot over 47% from beyond the arc, and I lost by 11. I still like this St. John's team. They're just one and four in the conference. So come Saturday, I'll make a prediction. I'm probably going to bet on them at Providence. I'm a little stubborn, but I haven't reached my 30-day threshold where I can't play them yet. So I'm going to back St. John's, I think, in the dark at Providence. Then in the Big Ten. We played Michigan State minus the six and a half. And oh boy, they look good in the first half. They got up 22 points at halftime. Nebraska made it interesting in the second half. Made me start to sweat a little bit. But then Izzo and company, they hit the gas pedal again and coasted the victory for me. So thank you to Michigan State. In the ACC, we played Louisville at home plus the nine and a half against Syracuse. And wouldn't you know, the Cardinals stepped up. They had an opportunity to win that game in the closing seconds. In the end, Jimmy Beheim and the Orange get the W, but I get the cover and get to cash the ticket. Then, in the Mountain West, it was Boise State taking on San Jose State. I get out to a nice 14-point lead in the first half, but then Tim Miles and those pesky Spartans, they battle their way back again. They tie the game in the closing seconds. In the end, Boise State hits a three to win it, but of course, I don't cover nine and a half winning by three, so I lose that ticket. Then on Twitter, hey, we end our losing streak. We had lost five consecutive college basketball Twitter votes. We picked the right one. Thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. You back Michigan State. And once again, we cash on that. Then our OPP plays, other people's picks on Twitter. They went two and one on Sunday, two and one on Monday. They go one and two on Tuesday. We cash in college basketball. Kansas got a little sweaty there against Texas Tech, but they pull it out in the closing seconds. So we cash that ticket. In the NBA, we played the Utah Jazz. They lose. And then in the NHL, we played St. Louis and Toronto under the six. And I think both teams may have scored six goals. So we lost that bet as well. But when you add the math together, get ready for the drum roll. It's a big win for us. I need to go to the penny candy store. I only made 92 cents in the day. But it's a winning day, our first of the year. And hopefully, we can make it two in a row now. So let's get to the card for Wednesday. And we start in the Big 12. It is Baylor minus the five and a half against TCU. So Baylor off a loss at home. Sign me up. That's all I need to hear. The Bears shot under 38%, hit five of 22 from three-point land, and committed 19 turnovers on Saturday at Iowa State. That's a recipe for failure if I've ever heard one. L.J. Cryer missed that game for Baylor, but he returned to practice yesterday and should be good to go for this one. The Bears are 10-3 and on the season. Their losses have been to Virginia, Marquette, and Iowa State, all solid basketball teams. They have wins against the likes of Gonzaga and UCLA. So once again, Baylor should be a title contender, not only in the Big 12, but a national championship title contender again. Then for TCU, well, just like the football program, the basketball program is proving doubters wrong with each victory. They're now 12-1 and one on the season. They've won 10 straight, including wins over Iowa, Providence, Utah, which they burned me on the road, and Texas Tech. Still, the metrics are inflated thanks to the 348th ranked schedule, 
Baylor beat TCU by double digits in both games last season. I expect the same tonight. I'm going to lay the five and a half with the Bears of Baylor over TCU. Next up, we head to the Atlantic 10. couple schools have played multiple times this year. It is VCU plus the one and a half at Duquesne. So the Rams and the Dukes doing battle in Pittsburgh. Duquesne is one of the best stories in all of college basketball. They finished 6-24 and last season, just 3-11 and at home. This year, they're already 11-4 and on the season, and they're 10-2 and at home. Not a bad turnaround, to say the least. Their best wins have been over the likes of DePaul, Indiana State, a better team than I expected, and Rhode Island. VCU is 10-4 and on the season. They've won five straight games. Their best wins are over Pittsburgh and Vanderbilt. And that Pittsburgh win, by the way, keeps looking better by the day. Oh, boy, the Panthers upset Virginia. Another good win for them. VCU has yet to win a road game this season, but they say defense travels well, and VCU can play D. They're giving up just over 63 points per game. I think the Rams get their first road win of the season tonight. I'm going to grab the one and a half with VCU on the road at Duquesne. Next up, we head to the Big Ten. It is Illinois minus the two and a half at Northwestern. So Illinois head coach Brad Underwood made some analytical tweaks, they said, at Illinois after the disappointing 0-2 start of the Big Ten and a 9-4 start overall. This is still the same team, though, that beat UCLA and Texas earlier this season. And the Fighting Illini, well, they have a ton of talent, and they play great defense. Northwestern is 10-3 on the season. They're off to their best start since 2017 when they made their lone NC2A appearance. With that said, the Wildcats averaged just 67 points per game, and they had just 30 points with eight minutes to go in the second half on Sunday against Ohio State. We backed the Buckeyes in that one in cash, by the way. This Illinois D might give Northwestern some major problems. I don't see Illinois joining the ranks of Minnesota and Iowa at 0-3 in the Big Ten, so I'm going to back the fight in Illini of Illinois to cover the 2.5 at Northwestern. Then the final cut game on the card here for you is in the SEC. It is Florida minus the five and a half against Texas A&M. This pick is courtesy of Noah in Florida. So last year, the Aggies beat the Gators 83 to 80 in overtime on a three-pointer with 0.1 seconds to go in the SEC tournament. I'm guessing a few Gators still remember that moment. Texas A&M is eight and five this season. They played the 213th ranked schedule, and all wins, all eight wins this year for the Aggies have been by double digits. Florida's just seven and six on the year, but they've played the 33rd ranked schedule in the country. The Gators have lost three of four, but those losses were against UConn, Oklahoma, and Auburn. The Gators were just five of 41 from beyond the arc over the last two games. I think that should improve tonight. The Gators get this one. I'm going to lay the five and a half, and I expect a double-digit win over Texas A&M. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday. In college basketball, we're on Baylor, minus the five and a half over TCU. I'm on VCU, plus the one and a half at Duquesne. I'm on Illinois, the fight in Illini, minus the two and a half at Northwestern. And I'm on the Gators of Florida, minus the five and a half against Texas A&M. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.